Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon, basically anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash FudJunkie2006. Charles Oliveira, 30 wins, 8 losses. I was 30 wins, 8 by KOTKO, 19 by sub, 3 by decision. His 8 losses, 4 by KOTKO, 3 by sub, 1 by decision. Michael Chandler, 22 wins, 5 losses. Of his 22 wins, 10 by KOTKO, 7 by sub, 5 by decision. His 5 losses, 3 by KOTKO, 2 by submission. Currently, you have Oliveira as a minus 135 favorite. Chandler comes back at plus 115. Those are straight lines. Will go, won't go. Five full rounds. Won't go. Minus 365. Will go. Plus 275. Oliveira wins inside. Plus 112. Oliveira wins by decision. Plus 635. Chandler wins inside. Plus 180. Chandler wins by decision. Plus 515. Fight is a draw. 70 to 1. For this matchup, a lot of people are not happy that Chandler's getting the title shot. I think that's one of the biggest things surrounding this fight is a lot of fans and a lot of fighters in the division, they don't think Chandler deserves the title shot. He just came over from Bellator. He fights Dan Hooker. Let's be real. Hooker's a decent guy. He's already had nine losses heading into that fight. The Chandler loss, first round knockout, was his 10th loss. And a lot of people are like, wait a minute, that's the measuring stick for a title shot? I saw somebody post on social something about Tony Ferguson had 12 wins in a row and never officially got a title fight. I mean, technically that's true. You know, we all know the story with the Habib fights. I mean, it fell out how many times? I've lost count. So maybe that's not an apple to apples comparison, but I get what they're saying. They're saying, you know, it's very strange for a fighter just to come over and basically get an immediate title shot. Now, I think the acquisition was good. Chandler was a name in Bellator. I I think that's a good acquisition for the UFC. Uh, But I think you can make a case that he probably doesn't deserve. He didn't earn a UFC title fight. But it's going to happen anyway, and he's fighting Oliveira. And when you look at this matchup, a lot of people are going to immediately point to the submissions of Oliveira and the wrestling of Chandler, of course, with the power of Chandler as well. And I think that's probably a fair comparison. The thing that you need to look at here is how Chandler is really good at closing the distance. Even when he has a height and reach disadvantage, his timing's very good. You've seen that throughout his Bellator career. And even with Hooker at a height and reach advantage, he's just very quick in and out especially with that right hand, man, if he hits you with that, the odds are you're probably going to go down. And let's be real here. Oliveira has had issues with the chinny chin chin, right? Maybe not as of late. Nobody can dispute what he's done as of late. But that doesn't neglect the fact that seven of his eight losses have been inside the distance. He's actually been subbed three times. Now I know a lot of people going into this aren't even thinking about a Chandler sub. 
but I personally don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. We'll get into that a little bit later. Things have to line up. The stars have to line up correctly for that to happen. But I don't think it's as far off as people would think. So in the striking advantage, who has this, right? Well, Oliveira is normally considered a grappler, but his striking has improved a lot. And I think that's one of the reasons you see he's on the streak that he's on. Of course, he's a, I mean, impressive grappler, probably one of the best in all of the UFC. The guy's no joke on the ground, but his striking has really improved. He's really technical. The one thing I don't like about Oliveira, especially in this fight, is the way that he defends. Because he pretty much shells up and tries to roll and ride with the punches. And that's alright. But against Chandler, who's going to pack a punch, you've got to be spot on. You cannot make a mistake. And I've noticed a little bit of a, a chink there in his armor when he defends the right hand. He drops his hand a little bit and tends to pull back. If you mistime that against Chandler, which could very well happen because Oliveira is going to know he has the height and reach advantage. And a lot of times fighters with height and reach advantages, they get cocky. They get confident, overconfident. They think that they can just pull back and the punch will whiz right by their face. And a lot of times that happens until it doesn't. I think the right hand of Chandler, of course, is going to be in play here. And if Oliveira mistimes that on the feet, it's going to be lights out. I really believe that. I think if Oliveira gets hit with the right hand of Chandler, he's going to go to sleep. Now, we have to talk about, obviously, what happens in a clinch slash grappling situation. Well, how does it happen first? Oliveira is not a double leg type of guy. And even if he was, I don't think he has the ability to shoot a double leg on Chandler and take him down. I just don't. Chandler is a wrestler. He's stout. He's strong. He's got that wrestling strength. If Oliveira is going to get this to the ground, I don't see it being from a traditional wrestling takedown. I think it would have to probably come from a clinch position where he's able to use trip takedowns and then all bets are off. Because once it hits the ground, Oliveira should, especially early, have an advantage. Now, the caveat to that is where are they grappling? Is Chandler on top with Oliveira in guard? Or is it reversed with Oliveira on top and Chandler's on his back? This makes a difference. Now, that doesn't mean that Oliveira is not super duper dangerous off his back. He is. But Chandler has a very, very good top game. I think he has underrated grappling and submissions jujitsu style here. And I think that would play into Oliveira's game early. But I don't think you could necessarily count out Chandler 100% if it hits the mat and you automatically assume Oliveira is going to win the fight via submission. That could happen, and you're playing a dangerous game anytime you go to the ground with Oliveira. But I think Chandler is well-versed in the area, and it may not be as big of a mismatch, especially as the rounds go on. Now, generally speaking, most people think Chandler is a front-runner and tends to fade, but He's actually got more five-round experience than Oliveira. So while he's been in some tough fights and he has fatigued and you've seen this, he's actually went the rounds where Oliveira hasn't. So if we do get into those championship rounds, if we do get into four and five, it'd be interesting to see if Oliveira does have the cardio advantage or if that experience from Chandler going five rounds 
takes over and it's actually Oliveira who fades. That would be interesting. I don't think a lot of people would expect that. So again, on the mat. Well, position is going to play a big part here because if Chandler's on top, he's used to being on top. And let's be real, Oliveira has no problem fighting off of his back. I think a lot of it depends on what is taking place. Is Chandler able to drop some serious ground and pound? You know what they say about that, right? A black belt, you punch him in the face once. He's a brown belt, you punch him in the face again. He's a purple belt, and so on, and so on, and so on. So if Chandler's able to do work there and not just defend, defend, defend submissions, then obviously that's all right. The danger is Oliveira throws up submissions fast, and he locks them in. You saw that against Tony Ferguson, my lord. You want to talk about tough. Say what you will about Tony Ferguson, his career, his mental state, and where he's going as far as a downslide or not. That dude is tough because that arm was a crispy, crackling, snap, crackling, and a popping. And he wouldn't tap. Unbelievable. So Oliveira is uh, dangerous there on the ground. And not only that, in the scramble, right? So he can use some missions to sweep you. And then all of a sudden, now you're in trouble. I definitely don't think Chandler wants to be on his back. Again, I don't see that happening from a traditional takedown. But a trip takedown in the clinch, yes. Or some type of sweep or crazy scramble, yes. And that's very, very dangerous, especially early for Michael Chandler. He has to be very aware. One mistake. And Charles Oliveira is the champion. He will submit you. There is real danger there. On the feet. Chandler has been stopped before. But I think he has the power advantage. He may not have the technical advantage. But I think he has the power advantage on the feet. And if I'm him. I'm trying to keep this on the feet. Especially early. Because Another thing, even though Chandler is a good wrestler and he could certainly shoot a double leg and take Oliveira down, Oliveira locks up guillotines like that. So that's very, very dangerous. In fact, in my opinion, he baits a lot of guys to shoot a double leg. If you look at his recent striking technique, he puts a lot of pressure on. All up in your face. So you shoot. And when you shoot, Boom, he grabs the neck. And then normally, lights out. So Chandler has to be very, very cautious of falling into that trap where Oliveira comes in, rat-a-tat-tatting, basically inviting you, look at my legs. Mm, they look so delicious. You know you want them. Come and get them. Snap. There goes your neck. Fight over. New campion. It's a possibility. Hopefully, Chandler and his team, if you're backing him, have paid attention to this and understand that it's a trap. Now, because Chandler has the punching power advantage, in my opinion, in this fight, he should not have to shoot desperate takedowns against Charles. He should be able to move, judge that timing and distance, and then boom, shot, boom, shot. Boom, shot. Let Charles come to you. But don't fall into the trap of sitting right in front of Charles, letting him tag you on your face three or four times, and then panicking and shooting for a takedown because that's what he's trying to get you to do. Again, no problem fighting off his back. No problem pulling guard. 
no problem jumping for guillotines. You got to be very, very careful in Charles Oliveira's guard. So Chandler has to be on point here. They've got to have a good game plan. If he's going to win this fight, they've got to have a good striking game plan. Because if there's anywhere where we're certain he should have an edge, it's in the power department. Again, maybe not in the technical overall striking, punches, kicking, moving, blocking overall, but he has a he should have the power advantage. And again, we know Charles have has been dinged and knocked out before. If Chandler can land one of those big bombs, specifically with the right hand. The left hook is there too, but I think Charles is open for the right hand. He can knock Charles Oliveira out. Never have to worry about the grappling situation and bring home the title. It would not surprise me first round, second round. Anytime in a fight, I think if he lands that right hand, Charles is going to sleep and Chandler will be the new champion. Of course, there's a lot of danger with that if. Because depending on where that fight plays out, and if Chandler makes a mistake, Charles will lock up a submission and win the fight via sub. Chandler has to fight. I don't want to say a perfect fight, but on the feet, he has to fight an intelligent fight. Because if he overextends himself and doesn't land the knockout shot, what's Charles going to do? He's going to clinch him. And what were we talking about? clinch takedowns slash trips this is a danger for Chandler so even though a lot of people are going to give him massive massive points above and beyond Charles Oliveira and the striking he still has to be intelligent about the way he goes about it because there's mistakes he can make on the feet that lead to a submission loss on the ground and that's specifically the clinch because I believe that's where Charles is going to look to try to trip him and take him down will be off of the clinch. What's the best way for Charles to win the fight? Well, we're talking about it. Obviously, his his grappling is A++++. He's going to want to try to get the fight to the ground. And there are ways he can do that. We've already talked about that. It doesn't matter if it's off of his back with Chandler on top or if it's from a trip takedown and he's on top or some weird scramble where somebody slips and he ends up on your back. Heaven forbid the dude ends up on your back. He's dangerous in all positions there. But I think when you look at this fight overall, stylistically, as a whole, while there's dangers there, I think the underdog status and current line on Chandler is appealing. Now, the straight line at 115 to 120-ish isn't that great in a fight that presents the kind of dangers that it does with Oliveira. He opened at 145. I think you could make a much better case for that if you want to Chandler straight as an underdog and you think like I do he probably has a power advantage it won't take more than one or two clean shots on the chin for him to knock out Charles I really believe that and potentially depending on how much time has gone by if Charles fatigues if Chandler has been able to play the top position and land some ground and pound wear Charles down, even a submission is not out of the realm of possibilities for Chandler. Again, most people aren't going to say that's the most likely situation. But when you fatigue and you can wear somebody down, who knows what could happen. 
So I think when you're looking at this fight, because the line is a little bit too low for my liking for Chandler straight, I think you would probably look at Chandler wins inside. If your book has that, you should definitely be looking at that. Depending on what book you use, you can get two to one right now as I am recording this podcast on Chandler Wins Inside. That's going to cover you any which way, even a submission, no matter how unlikely it is that he submitted Oliveira again. Oliveira's been submitted three times, guys. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Then you cash. This presents a beautiful opportunity if you like Chandler as the underdog. Because again, when you look at Oliveira's losses, seven out of eight have been inside the distance. There's a good chance when you match these guys up stylistically, bring in the fact that Chandler does have one punch knockout power in either hand, but specifically that right hand again. The right hand. The odds are if Michael Chandler beats Charles Oliveira for the title, it's going to be inside the distance. Now, on the flip side, if you're looking at Oliveira, you have to look at where he is straight right now. And that's anywhere between, say, 125 to 140. And then you have to look at the game plan that you would pick for Charles Oliveira to win the fight. Do you think he could outstrike Chandler in a boxing match for five rounds and win on points? Of his 30 wins, three are by decision. Again, these are important things when you're looking at the odds. Now you have to look at his opponent, Chandler. Of his five losses, three have been by KOTKO. Two by decision, he's never been subbed. Again, we talk about Oliveira striking is improving. Rat-a-tat-tat people, so they shoot on him. Now, Chandler has never been subbed, but has he ever faced a guy like Oliveira on the ground that has every submission in the book that he can pull out at any time lightning fast? I say no. So these are things that you need to look at. Charles does have good striking. I don't think he's the biggest puncher in the world, but he doesn't need to be because he's setting that up for other things. When you look at both sides, in my opinion, Chandler wins inside. If you like Oliveira, I think you're looking at the exact same thing. I don't think Oliveira is going to beat Chandler via five-round decision. To do that, he would probably have to outbox Chandler for five rounds and have no real extended periods of grappling, whether off of his back or on top, because the guy goes for finishes. We already know this. Look at the Tony Ferguson fight. That's his most recent fight. The guy goes for finishes. He will elbow you. He will ground upon you. He will snatch an arm. He will grab your neck. The guy goes for finishes on the ground. In my opinion, this is a clear-cut case of an under fight. The reason I didn't mention it is because it's getting very high. But I do think if you want to have the surest bet possible again nothing is a guarantee they certainly could go five rounds we've seen fights that were heavily favored to go under that went five rounds so take this with a grain of salt 
but the under should hit. Right now, though, it's approaching 400, depending on your book, and I don't think you'll find lower than 325. If that risk versus reward is okay with you, and it's not totally out of line, I will admit that right now. I don't think it's totally out of line to lay 325, 350 on this fight to go under because I do believe somebody is getting stopped. In my opinion, if you want to play the quote-unquote safe, again, we've already warned you, nothing's foolproof, nothing's guaranteed, you're probably going to look at the under. If you've done your due diligence and you've like a side here, I think either guy you're going to go inside. Personally, for me, after looking at this fight, analyzing it, even though Chandler hasn't had a lot of experience in the UFC, even though I really don't put a lot of stock into the hooker win, it was impressive, but again, you got to look at the level of competition. Even though Charles is on the run, even though he's faced the much better competition, of course, in the UFC, I think somehow, someway, Michael Chandler is going to find a way to land that right hand and knock out Charles Oliveira. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.